That was the first wow. ever ballad from Hatriot, if you can believe that. That was their ballad. That's their light song. <laughs> wow. that, that is called Verminous and Vile, and here to talk all about it, as well as his band and his tour and all the good shit going on with Hatriot, the great Cody Souza. Cody, how are you, man? What's going on, Chris and Eric? How are you guys? Good, man. Very well, sir. Welcome to our show. Living Dude, the dream, my guy, right? Absolutely. <laughs> A little foggy there. <laughs> that was nice. brutal, and I loved it, man. Oh, dude, yeah. You guys, speaking of our ballad, I would, I like, I, I really pride that that song, kind of like, you know, since since the departure of Pops Zetro and I kind of took over vocals, we always have like this little death metal element that we really love and yearn for. And I, I say like, if we're ever playing with like these up and coming death bands, like death metal bands and stuff like that, that one definitely could get slid right in there. It's uh, our little piece of death thrash, you know. Exactly. Sure. So, so dude, good. It is so good, man. <laughs> As is the whole record, man. This is you guys' fifth release, I believe. Uh, the Veil of Shadow. Fourth, I believe. Yeah, fourth in the demo. I guess, and the demo. I guess you're correct. You're correct on that. Yeah. Because yeah, I, yeah. I, you know, I, I know your dad. And your dad, <laughs> when, when the demo came out, I'll just tell you. And, and we won't turn this into a, into a Zetro talk. But no, I, can't. But I just remember when, when the demo came out, your dad was hitting up every single one of us journos that he knew yeah. and he was like you got to hear this dude you got to hear it this is my kid's band you got to hear it and i mean yeah he, he was sending it to all of us so we were aware of your band and if i remember right it came out a pretty good amount of time before you guys actually released the the first record yeah, probably about two years. I mean, at that point, I think my brother hadn't even entered in as our drummer yet. You know, people say the 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 first lineup is the first album, right? Alex Bent of Trivium actually was still the drummer right. of, of that album. Um, we had, obviously, Costa V has always been there, and I've always been there. Uh, but yeah, we had Pops there. And then on that first demo, we had another guy on guitar too. So it wasn't our Miguel Esparza that we're used to right now. So, but exactly. yeah, he was, he was hot to trot. He got the website up. I mean, he was like gung ho to get this thing up and going and moving. Um, I don't think you knew there was many hurdles getting a band off the ground as it was, you know, it's, it's a lot of these guys, you know, get, get side projects and kind of get these things going and they wanted to get as much traction as possible. And there's always mm -hmm. the, the classic fans, but um, it, it's an own brand and it's an own uh, entity in its own right. Right. So definitely I mean, um, when the, I guess the changing of the guard happened and we removed Sir Zetro from, uh, from Patriot <laughs> duties and uh, we let him go out with Exodus and just focus on that and just do a fucking job. Good job kicking ass with them every night. 
Um, and then, yeah, it just kind of naturally came into the fold. Um, and I, me and my brother took the band over as far as managerially and just been running with it since. I mean, we have managers now and everything, but as the lead, you know, um, sure. we'll drive, I guess we call it. So. Sure. And, and I'll tell you, you know, as a fan of the band, mm-hmm. the one thing that I've appreciated, especially the last, I'll say four or five years. I don't want to just say pandemic because you guys were actually doing this beforehand. Yeah. But you guys have kept it, kept the fans involved. You guys have always kind of been, maybe I I don't want to say like your social media whores, like so many of the bands, but I love the fact that a lot of times you guys will just throw a cell phone up somewhere and then jam for an hour. And and there won't even be vocals. Sometimes it's just you guys. And a lot of times it's stuff that ends up like it's funny because I I did follow you guys a lot during the pandemic and you guys did do that a lot yeah. and a lot of the riffs turned out to become the stuff that is now the new record which is very cool yeah yeah we were very we were very uh, uh, pent up to, to we we want to follow pops's footsteps me and my brother and and, and the two other gentlemen and uh, I think it was 2019 right before the pandemic we had just released uh the uh, days into darkness are um the one before the most recent mm-hmm. and that was kind of my freshman album without pops and first one with me on vocals first one for the wall what you know is are they just carrying on the moniker you know they just trying to zombie ban this and ultimately the proof kind of spoke for itself I kept my vocals and you know, added some death metal elements in there um i kind of do my pops thing you know i sound like my father a lot but i also sound like zetro for or uh, uh i sound like zetro i also sound like trevor from black dahlia right so right. i try mm-hmm. to blend that in there i throw some george corpse grinder on the lows you know what i mean I, I do some different things that i've always prided my life um what's cool is that it always kept it in the moniker of hatred i sound a little bit like my pops so it kind of carried it and uh that album was a good transition and as you were saying we kind of do we all like put our jobs aside and like we all like we're ready to hit this we were on european flyers and festivals we were like ready for this thing to take off and the pandemic hit and yeah. uh pandemics and then ends right and then all those european festivals were continuing and we weren't on the flyers anymore and we're like hey uh <laughs> yeah that's old um yeah i'm like but no one's done anything what do you mean that's old like yeah all right well <laughs> well, F them. We'll get back in the studio, use all our pent-up aggression during the pandemic, and come out with uh, um, the Veil of Shadows, um, which has done uh, done numbers for us, man, as far as just, just reaching out to friends, reaching out to new fans. Um, we're officially working with FM Management now, um, who have the likes of Testament, Death Angel, Saliva, countless others. Sure. Um, Great. Hypocrisy. I mean, yeah, you can, you can go through there. Um, and then, uh, yeah, we're also with uh, Continental Touring in the U.S. now, too. So it's kind of getting us that that step that we feel we needed to get out of the local scene, run in circles and circles around California. And as you guys were talking about earlier, Mr. Ellison's going to take us out for our first Central and East Coast run here. So um, we're very excited for that. Absolutely, man. Well, you know, man, you know, one of the one of the coolest things about Hatriot to me, and I think it is, I think it's also the biggest misconception of Hatriot because, because of your dad's early involvement in the band, mm-hmm. everybody compares it to Exodus yeah. and I don't hear it. I do not. I think you guys are w- just Exodus is almost rhythmic, I guess, where you guys, you guys are like, here's the sledgehammer. There's your face and I'm going to hit it. <laughs> You know, yeah. I mean, that's that's how you guys seem to attack it. And it really, to me, you like like you said, uh, Black Dolly is a yeah. much better comparison for you guys than, yeah. than Exodus, I think. 
Yeah, we keep getting thrown into the thrash and, you know, the thrash revival. It's like, you know, us, Lich King, uh, Bonded by Blood, the right. Warbringers, right? All the, I mean, and we're probably the smallest name of, of, of mentioning right now, but people are looping us into that. And I'm like, that's totally cool. And that's definitely the bloodline it came from. I uh, The last album, people were calling it like, uh, un, uh, uh, what is it, ungenerable? They're calling it, it's like melodic death thrash core, melodic, <laughs> like, I don't know. And it's like, yeah, I think we're more like death thrashers, to be honest. But I mean, it. It's all it's all a genre of rock, which we love, right? You know what right. I mean. So, at the end of the day, man, I'll take whatever moniker people want to put on it. I just uh, I pride ourselves with our musical abilities to be able to play with people from the '80s, to be able to play with the new bands of today. We have blast beats, we have dual ripping solos. I mean, you want it? I think hatred pretty much brings it for sure. You have to be so good as a musician to play this stuff, specifically the drummers. You know what yes. I mean. You know, there's a lot of bands that can get away with uh, maybe having uh, fake drums for the recordings or whatever, but this it's still got to be played live. You got to get somebody yeah. to ballpark that stuff. How hard is it to keep that a guy that good in the band or find somebody like that? Yeah, I mean, like luckily it's my brother, right? So I'm kind of kind of a family <laughs> affair. Um, right. I, as I alluded to, he wasn't the uh, he is the original drummer as far as an album's concerned. We did have Alex before that, which was a big part of Nick becoming the player that he was today. But it's cool that like I don't know if you've ever worked with family or not. You can kind of give him a real talk, and uh, either two ways when you work with the family. It's a real talk and everything's okay, or it's a real talk and it's a fight, right? So right. <laughs> however you want to do that, you know. But I mean, that's it's funny you say that, Eric. It's always that was always a question in high school when we were in high school, like putting bands and stuff together. Because my brother was four years younger than me, so he was still mm -hmm. in elementary or elementary middle school as we were in high school. He ended up being our drummer, anyways. But it was like everyone we interviewed, it's like, yeah, I can play rock. Okay, can can you play death metal though? But can you play yeah. death? Metal? Like, it's like someone says, oh yeah, I can play death metal. Like you already know the time changes and the fills. Like there has to be a certain part to play death metal, you know? So that's uh, it right there. It's like there's time changes involved. Like I'm a rock guy. I, I don't I, even as a guitarist, I wouldn't do well in a gig like that just because I'm, I'm terrible. It has to be four four for me, or, or at least seem yeah. like it is. Yeah, most of that is for us too. We're not like doing periphery or mashuga or anything like crazy and out there. There's some 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 stuff. It's do, smooth. But, that track yeah. we just listened to, I, like, because sometimes that music could be a little much for me and make me want to go like start murdering people. Yeah, but there was something <laughs> about idea. it where I was like, man, I like this. And then I was, it was cool that the it was a lyric video, so I got to see some of the lyrics when I saw that. Yeah, fleas of fire. Remind yeah. me of the apartment I just moved out of. Oh, it was, like, no. it yeah, was in the hood, and everybody had dogs there. There was there was the fleas just took over, and it was it was they chased us out of there. But anyways, oh man, stuff. yeah, that was about the bubonic plague. So that's how all the 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 rats and you know the 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 black plague was spread was all through the fleas and stuff, and that's why the the picture on that one is the plague doctor. You know, right. Um, yeah, gazing through leather as I read your final act is one of the the lyrics and stuff, and we love that. So, do you write? Did you come up with this? Do you write all these lyrics? Yeah, I had a hand in on that one. A few of them, we had a bunch of like hatred hands in on all of them. Um, I had a, uh, I believe I had a small hand on verminous and vile. Um, and then there's a few others where it's like, oh, I did a line or two or here, but we give credit to someone else, or you know, and they they do it <laughs> right. our songs and we trade back and forth. But it's pretty much a whole process. But um, yeah, we all grab a few songs lyrically, and then we 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 combine with the two. Uh, a few as well what's funny is how you say like how we're all like you don't want to go kill somebody when you listen to that music and i'm just sitting there watching your guys's puppy commercial like oh my god i love puppies like i got like, <laughs> I, got, I got two sleeping by me right now there's one in the corner i got one below me and like you know we're all just giant softies at heart i believe when i'm at my wife's mother for the first time she's like didn't know what to think and i'm like kitties you know what i mean like <laughs> right right we're, 
more easy man so that's awesome <laughs> that's funny oh so cody uh you know obviously you've done several records now and and you've had a lot of musicians there's been a lot of people that have come through the hatred doors hmm. how has the creative process changed as people have come in and out and how and just as you you and your brother have grown as musicians um yeah uh, excellent question i believe like really since the pandemic since you kind of marked you know when we took started taking hatred seriously you mentioned that earlier and that's where we really put the stake in the ground we all switched jobs so we can tour we got on the road and everything or you know a little bit here and there um but but the process which we, we try to do smarter not harder you can see there's an e-kit behind me i'm in a uh, what we call a makeshift stream lab now right this is where i do my twitches and stuff's from but we can all practice digitally we all send each other files we all work digitally um if you caught hatred before the pandemic or, or like or before that 2019 that last record you know when my father's still in the band um you, you'd probably catch us going to practice two or three times a week just burning gas burning time uh going through the motions i think uh i think right. me becoming a foreman at work kind of turned me more into a go-getter guy instead of like us all showing up and okay uh we'll, we'll learn this one next time it's like dude no we just burnt like 10 man hours between all of us and got nothing effing done <laughs> You know, and my, my dad's a union guy and he got me into the trades early and stuff, you know, and um, once I kind of learned like those foreman skills, um, there, was a, there was an evolution of hatred there, but we, we totally have revamped how we do everything. And I feel we're trying to lead a model on um, what it takes to survive nowadays during the metal, uh, um, you know, as an, as an upcoming metal band. Like we sure. start a job, we're trying to turn that page to where guarantees can pay stuff they don't, right? And uh, right. we're just trying to stay alive, get in the public's eye and just show everybody we're doing what we love. And um, there's really nothing that's gonna stop us, you know? Right on. So. Well, and, and you know, it, it's funny that you mention about that you streamlined the recording process because to me when i listen to this compared to from days under darkness yeah. this is way more raw this yeah. this feels way more organic and way more just in a room jamming than than the previous record yeah yeah i mean it's and it's it's file sharing right someone will send it oh no you should do this oh no look, i added this to it like so there still is that creative flow you know 90 percent, 85 percent of everything still comes through costa v initially our our, our guitar wizard you know he sure. is the what would be the brain of a hatred you know what i mean or our backbone whatever you want to call it, whatever body part you want to slide us all into um <laughs> but yeah, so he, yeah right the first he uh he does um most of that and then me and my brother will kind of throw some things at it and you know um we recently got our guitar player miguel back even after our most recent album um so our first guitar player miguel off of heroes of origin is now back in the mix and he has a lot of writing and solos and stuff he's been adding to what is a new album i can't talk too 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 much about but you're kind of talking about the creative and the process i mean we've worked it to where we operate this like a small business that doesn't make much money but um <laughs> you still gotta operate it like a small business right so we have our front of house what everyone sees what everyone does what you know sure. what the public interviews twitch podcasts all the stuff we do during the week and then there's back of house stuff i mean there's lyrics and stuff i haven't written yet and there's things that i should be practicing but like we are so shoveling things down this funnel of a pipe i mean i like to say caught in ever um uh state of of content creation which sadly is how you get seen nowadays i didn't want to accept it forever um you're sure. kind of talking to people that are like oh you guys are social media whores or whatever and it's like 
Power to whoever can get up every day and make a new video every freaking day. Let alone mm-hmm. we try to do three a day. You know, it's uh, it can be a headache and a half. But we we love what we do, and it's evolved into this. It's a it's a life rhythm now. At that point, you know. So, so are you guys able to record yourselves? You don't have to like go into a studio. You're set up where you can independently make your records. So ultimately, when it comes to a record, anything pre-production, we all do ourselves. I mean, like you said, I kind of showed the camera real quick. There's a little studio here. Everyone has their own little mini somehows to get tracks onto a file and get it on a Dropbox. Mm-hmm. Um, and then whether, you know, my brother wants to come here and do e-drum, whatever, just to lay something down. But ultimately, um, we still work with a professional for the final product. So the, every album we've done so far has been with one year, Tiaga. Um, out of Trident Studios, um, he's done Machine Head, he's done Exodus, he's done Test, he's done everybody, right, in the Bay Area. Sure. He's a very, very stapled name for the Bay Area, very good at his craft. I recommend any up-and-coming band. Uh, has no ego, right? He, he will work with anybody. So anyone in the Bay Area or willing to travel, check out Juan Yurtiaga, man. He's always given us that that professional noise. But, yeah, pretty much we use the what we do in our little studios as our roadmap. It is literally our pre-production. It may not sound it. Um, it may not uh be like you know all the bells and whistles but we know how we want it to sound the worst thing we can do is get into a studio with a professional's time on a triple a heavy metal contract right however money much much money is in that and be like you know i think we should do this on this song (laughs) you don't have time for that pull a death clock and like delete a song halfway through no man we have a roadmap we have to do this we got to get the f out like it is uh is all about budget how well it sounds is how efficient we are to get in the studio and get out so you can realize your 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 visions this way when you don't have that pressure of the studio time you're on your own time you can actually make epic metal songs again where you would have needed multi-million dollar budgets to do that back in the day and now you guys even though you're not getting paid the the amount of money that you're saving doing that remember that these labels too you would never pay that back if they paid for it all Right. You know what I mean? You'd be working 20 years, and they'd be like, "No, you still haven't paid off that Hatred record oh, from uh, 2022." Yeah, it's just, it's just kind of <laughs> it's the name of the game. That one might be paid off now, but yeah, we're working our way through the ranks, like you said. It's just it's heavy metal, man. When you hit it, you'll finally hit it. But until then, you're kind of um, dealt with your demographic and your market. But I mean, sure. as long as you, I hate to sound like a yuppie, as long as you love what you do, you never work a day in your life. Right? So, <laughs> here I am, right? True though. The truth. It, well, it that's the truth. Let, let me let me compare you to Eric for a second, just because I, I see a parallel and I want to see if you guys agree or disagree or whatnot. Okay. In case you don't know, Cody, Eric is um, Stephen Piercy's guitar player and, okay. and he tours with them and he writes with them and they record together. Fuck yeah. That being said, there's an expectation of a Stephen Piercy record. Mm-hmm. When Stephen Piercy puts out something, he can't go and do something that sounds like uh, Trent Reznor. You know, right, right, right. same yeah. thing. Same thing with you guys, at least previously, because your dad, obviously legendary vocalist, yeah, he's in your band. People probably had the same expectation for you guys. Yeah, is that a a nuisance that, especially now with your dad out of the band, is it a nuisance that you've overcome, or is it something that you still find yourself having to fight people on every day? 
Oh, it's a good question. Kind of a little bit of both. I think a lot, I would say the vast majority have accepted what I've done without him and accepted hatred as its own, uh, own entity. Right. Okay. Um, we were kind of jamming without him in the get go. He kind of threw himself in the mix. He had no band, excellent opportunity, fun project with our dad and everything. Right. Um, like I said, that last record, um, from days into darkness was a good bridge. I still had a lot of Zetro in my moniker still like very Mel was trying to, I always I use the word page turn a lot, but a, a good, a solid, page turn to where there were you know that fans would still keep interest and would give us some kind of basis to move forward on ultimately because we still love the music that was being made like we still created all that ourselves like my dad's a vocalist he didn't write any guitar parts you know what i mean right. He'd be a dick, right um but it is what it is so it's like now like you said the freedom is a little nice we took a chance on this one um sure our two songs that have gotten the most reaction off the most recent album are the two melodic death metal songs and it's like okay uh zetro i don't think could have put out melodeth songs those songs Songs actually, which what is it? Horns and Halos. Um, it was, uh, I think it was written maybe an album or two ago, and we were just like, nope, nope, that can't go on there. That people are gonna hate that. And you know, this time we kind of grabbed the cojones and we're like, you know what? This is us. Uh, right. You know, suck one. This is what we like to do. There's screaming. There's blast beats over it. It's still very much metal. You know, I mean, take it a page out of In Flames. I'm sorry, we love Gothenburg, Sweden. You know, so there's some melodic in there, and people really dug to it. So it, it's been cool. Yeah, it's been less relinquishing lately. It's okay. not like you're going to see a blues or a prog album come out of Hatriot. You know what I mean? But uh, definitely things that we we like. We like deathcore. We like classical death metal. We like melodic death metal. We like thrash. We like rock. We like you know. So um, we're naturally going to blend the things in that we like. Um, and also with the same token, though, try to not alienate listeners. Um, sure. you know, it's like, you know, uh, you, you know, you love your craft, you don't cater to the listener. It's like, ah, well, I mean, let's make it as stream <laughs> as possible, but the thumbs still like it. And I call the thumbs or the, the people that go to two concerts a year and throw right. the horns like this, right? Instead of doing this. So do the thumbs dig it? You know I mean? I'm sorry. The thumbs are the vast, That's awesome. The thumbs are the ma vast majority of the fucking metal fan, you know? So, um, but, uh, yeah. If the thumbs dig it and the undercore uh, the underground uh, you know uh new core kids dig it I'm, I'm with it too so i'm gonna tell you the thumbs just made tiktok whether you like it or not because i am so stealing that for tiktok <laughs> oh dude do it i'd like i'd love to get that run and tag me in it for sure my, my page is getting some run <laughs> <laughs> very nice dude well dude obviously man uh the big news in the hatred camp is that you're coming this way thank god i mean it's been forever that yeah. you guys have have done the circuit between la and frisco and repeat Pete, you know, right. you know, you know you Reno in there, right? That's yeah, exactly. Cycle. Maybe once up to Grant's Pass, Oregon. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But so. this is—I, I can't wait. I'm, I'm full well planning to see you guys in both Cleveland and Pittsburgh because I'm, one, I'm friends with Ellison, so I almost, yeah. I'm almost obligated. But two, yeah. two, I want to. I, you know, I want to because I. A, I want to see obviously the the early years of Megadeth redone, but I want to see your band as a fan of for 10 years i mean i've been a fan as as long as it's been a band and i'm very excited to see it i'm curious for you because you have a slightly different past than everybody else mm -hmm. certainly megadeth's music influence to you no there's no question about that oh, but sure. did you know those guys like as a little kid i mean was david ellison or dave mustaine or whoever were they ever in your circle no i don't think the megadeth guys were too much of course dave uh jr and my dad are friends right i don't know how far dave senior you know uh mr megadeth and my dad go obviously they know of each other sure um you know killing is my business was the first actual megadeth album that i had heard
heard back in the day, I found it in one of my dad's friends' CDs, like CD stacks. Remember the stacks? And right, right, right. Totally ripped, oh, I know Megadeth. Totally ripped it out. And I was like nine or ten and threw it in and, and enjoyed it. And, and uh, But yeah, never... Um, I've you know been around the Metallica guys, all the Bay Area Thrashers, the Death Angel boys. I mean, you name it, Testament guys, Machine Head guys. But um, this will be a first for me. Um, I've, I I can't recall. I even played Dave's Junior's basses when Hatred first started. I got endorsed by Jackson before I was at the ESP, and the only model they had was Dave Junior. So I played that Dave Junior <laughs> for the first. Uh, you know, you know, it's just street talk, right? Mister Ellison's model signature <laughs> model on that. So um but yeah i i know maybe the dave jr stuff should stop lately huh just yeah I, i'm just gonna give you i'm gonna give you a, a piece of advice i wouldn't call mm -hmm. him dave jr no, i wouldn't do it yet. <laughs> we're, just, we're, we're shop talking right you know what I mean? right I mean, I mean people call me zets kids still i mean there's no disrespect by that at all only the of course disrespect. but nice. uh, yeah mr elson you know I, I, it's gonna be awesome meeting him and, and as i kind of said in my press statement learning to learn the tricks <laughs> trick from him too man like uh you know seeing how these guys go out and go out and do it and it's going to be 31 days straight thrashing for us. We've got some um, routing days and some fill-in days and a couple surprises along the way. People are screaming some states that aren't mentioned on there that will end up getting hit. So um, it's going to be a lot. But like I said, it's going to be a, a big learning curve, and we're, we're just excited to go out as a unit. Hell, yeah. Oh, fun. Dude, well, I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna email. I'll I'll have your publicist hit you up. But I I want to if you guys have time. Mm. Um, the the day that you're in Pittsburgh, I own the um, fifth largest pinball arcade in the country. Oh shoot! And I, I want you guys to come out. It's going to cost you a photo in front of my sign because that's Hell what yes. we do. But but it's only have you like talked to my dad recently about his pinball collecting. I have talked to my dad about pinball, and, and, okay. and yeah, he's I, starting to get them around the house. They're popping up all over the place. Uh, <laughs> yeah, not like this. This is four hundred machines. I mean, it's a Let's it's. Go. It's it's a huge place, so you know I'd love to have you guys come out and um, and and venture in. But I I know I I know for you guys it's got to be exciting, but probably daunting. I'm imagining coming to this side because you just don't know how many people are aware of you on this. Yeah. I mean, you get social media messages and whatnot, but yeah. let's face it, if you put out a date, if you put out Pittsburgh at Jurgles, I'm sure you get ten thousand people are like. I'm going. Click oh, the little click, and then 400 <laughs> people show up. And it's like, what the fuck? You know, it's like 400 sounds a lot better than what we get in the Bay Area sometimes. So, <laughs> how iconic our scene is, but you know, yeah, trying to get someone to go to a show lately. But yeah, it's it's a little daunting. You know, we're um we're gonna be jumping in the van. Like I said, our last run with X Mortis and Silver Talon was 15 days, 16 days. So this okay. is gonna be 31. Um, also long routings. I believe we start in Illinois and we end in Georgia, bunch oh, of Bay area boys. So we got some driving ahead of us. So. <laughs> I got um, a question. Why are you, when you travel for this, what's the plan going to be gear wise? Are you lugging like how much gear are you going to take for this? Um, we're probably going to take our whole setup. Uh, we, we, uh, try to go smarter not harder again with that it's pretty much our van and our single axle trailer that we take we both own we're lucky and fortunate for that um right. but yeah it's going to be uh the 410s for everybody 412s for the guitar players no full stacks um, right half stacks yeah half stacks um we uh most of us or two of us are digital one is a camper i have a bias effects and then uh costa uses a, a new little little amp that he likes which is pretty small um we scrim the front of them so we kind of hide the appeal that we are going slim yeah totally um, 
we pride ourselves too that um something we try to set ourselves apart in the west coast a little different we have our own little ground mounted light show um so it doesn't integrate with the with uh, the board at the at the venue it's all like our smokers and lights and it's all programmed and automated uh whether we're allowed to use those or not i'll let you guys know but we will definitely be using them on routing dates for sure so um if anyone ends up catching us there but yeah we're gonna keep it light we're gonna go in there we gotta sleep in vans um we're gonna have to try to get a hotel room every few days to maintenance up on ourselves and uh it's gonna be a grind for sure but we're ready for it man so baby wipes are good take baby wipes dude yes we baby wiped all every morning i'd wake up all right boys now wash your crevices I'm the man mother. So. <laughs> I've done my share of uh, sink showers. It can be done. Oh, dude. And then some of the venues, like you see on the itinerary, and this is our last tour, it's like, oh, sweet. This place has a fucking shower. Where were we at? Portland. I don't remember what the place right. is called. And it was literally a bucket with like a freaking thing coming out. Like, you, you catch <laughs> something walking in there. And that I was like, nope, not showering here. I'll wait till we get back to Oakland. Okay. Uh, bring some shower <laughs> shoes or some flip flops or something. Because, uh, yeah, a lot of venues do have a shower in it, but it's pr- it's usually pretty nasty. Some yeah. of them were pretty nasty. Some of them were not bad. And some were like just straight rank. Like House of Blues probably has the, you know, best as far as across the board the country yeah, maybe yeah. i don't know if we're at that level yet though i will try <laughs> i think we have, a, we have a few decent sized theaters on this one so for sure well i'm gonna tell you for a fact you definitely want shower shoes when you hit the beachland ballroom here that's <laughs> that's not a floor you want to stand on no <laughs> <laughs> all my slides ready to roll right exactly <laughs> so well cody obviously man the the record is great the tour is going to be great i cannot wait till next month to see you guys i'm really looking for and eric will tell you for me to say i'm going to two shows actually traveling to see a show that's big i don't travel anywhere so it really goes anywhere (laughs) so for me saying up front i'm traveling i want to come you know i want to come to the pittsburgh show too you yeah. know, and and I definitely do want to have you guys come out and play some pitball. And you know, you're probably going to need a break, hat, you know, because that's like the 28th or whatever. That's like way deep in the tour. So yeah, let us know for sure. Either we got to hit up, like you said, uh, Dustin earlier. Yeah, or I'll hit Dustin. Yeah, I'm, I'm easy, man. I live on social media all day long. It's <laughs> nice. a necessary. It's a necessary evil for trying to grow a brand. I hate to exactly. I tried to tell my girlfriend that. Yeah. yeah, she don't care. <laughs> <laughs> well, Cody, obviously, man, tell people where they can keep up with you and get Veil of Shadows and buy Veil of Shadows, not stream it for fuck's sake. Yeah. Buy the record. Yeah, hatred.bigcartel.com is our main merch site. You can get all of the CDs there. Uh, vinyl has been difficult for a AAA record contract. It is available. You have to hunt for it. Um, Amazon would be probably the easiest place where you're not paying a bunch of shipping and whatnot. I believe you can get it at Nuclear Blast's Euro website as well, too. Um, there's a few links in there. If you go to our link in bio on Instagram, our uh, what is it, drum.io slash hatred official, every single one of our links is there. Our YouTube, our Twitch, our Discord, our, our Twitter, our TikTok, our Instagram, our Facebook. Our, it just gets getting out of hand, but... <laughs> <laughs> They're all necessarily evil, necessarily evil yeah. to, uh, to, to meet every one of the fans that we want to meet and see out there and just get our name out there and show that we want to carry metal into the next, uh, into the next echelon, man, that we're carrying the torch. We want to. So. Absolutely. Well, yeah. you've, you've got my endorsement as a 10 year follower of the band. I, oh, yeah. I, I love the band. So I, I've, I mean, even on my other show on classic metal show, we play Hatria quite a bit because Chris, thank you. <laughs> because, because I, I, I love what you guys do and it's so ferocious and like you said, you guys are such so weirdly falsely put in 
with, especially like Warbringer, and I'm not shitting on them. I love them. I love John. John's great. John Cable. Yeah. You know, yeah. but you guys and them, that's two different bands, two different sounds. Right. Not even close to being the same thing. And uh, there's no there's no amount of heavy that I like. That that's too much for me. So it's like it's keep, good. keep it coming. So yeah. it's a charcuterie awesome. board lately. I've been telling everybody that you know it's like it's like I love it all. But give me some pirate metal, give yeah, thrash metal, new era thrash metal. You know, there you uh, go. What, what I've been saying lately. We grew up on uh, hot pockets and uh, lunchables. We now have cheese zombies and charcuterie boards. We're built, <laughs> we're built for this life, dude. So. <laughs> Very nice, dude. Well, one more time. The album is called The Veil of Shadows. It is Hatred. And um, Cody, I thought the way we'd wrap this up is by playing a little bit of Horns and Halos, which is the video that's out there. And um, so to wrap it up, why don't you tell us um, a little bit about the video and the song? Yeah, man, definitely. So this song was, uh, like I said earlier, was our first <laughs> more melodic you know thrash death album song that we put out there in an album song um uh this was one that we kind of stepped out on the diving board for with the with the shark swinging below and it seems that everyone gravitated to us um even matt hefey of uh hefey of trivium has given us shout outs and praise for the song cool um he ended up hearing it through alex and my dad and like it just ecstatic man i look up to him like a, a role model so um him and everyone else has picked it up and enjoyed it uh, we worked with uh, Mike Sloat doing the video on this one. He does most of the Machine Head uh, videos as well, too. So okay. um, good thing living in the Bay and having a few phone call, uh, a few contacts as you can get some people that uh, do some pretty cool stuff to, to help you out. And we're very fortunate for that. Um, this song ultimately, though, is a, we wrote it about the metal scene. Um, we feel that the metal scene is very, uh, we call it Games of Throne-esque. Everyone is killing each other just to get to the freaking throne. And um, kind of why we called the song Horns and Halos. Uh, one of the lines is, this world I've been born to, remorseless in vain, where this hierarchy pecking order pulls the strings and runs the game. And it, it, we feel it's often the truth. So hopefully, you know, Horns and Halos can 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 raise our Game of Thrones rank up on there. And, no, no, <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's something that we just kind of notice and moniker from the outside. You know, everyone, you know, most people support each other, but a lot of people are very, very out for themselves. And the song kind of shows that. So. Right on. Well, let's check it out right now. It is Horns and Halos. It's Hatriot. And uh, Cody, thanks so much for joining us. And, um, you know, we will talk again soon. Appreciate you, brother. Much love. All right, brother. Right Take on, care. Cody. All right. Later. Again. <laughs> Yeah!